Welcome to Rugged Theology, where we talk about church planting, theology, and drink coffee. Welcome to Rugged Theology. I am Adam Diamond, your host, and today I have with me Mr. Matthew Leahy. Hey, everyone. Again, Matt is like one of my best buddies, I think. One of? I think. I mean, one of? (laughs) I think we'll have to have a uh, conversation after this podcast, (laughs) though. Anyways, uh, thank you guys for tuning in to this podcast. this episode, we just got back from Atlanta, Georgia a few weeks ago, yeah, maybe a, what, a week and a half ago. Yeah, about a week and a half ago now. And uh, we were flown down for the Send Network orientation, mm. and that was fantastic. They treated us fantastically. They you know, paid for our so flights. Good. They put us up a hotel and yeah. uh, just really gave us a whole lot of support to come back here yeah. and be on the ground to, you know, in the hard work that is church planting. Yeah, and it was a real time of refreshment as well, just getting together with a you know, a crowd of church planners and, and pastors and just worshiping God and spending time under some, you know, great teaching mm-hmm. and uh, just singing our guts out to the Lord. And, oh, it was just, just good. Just, it was just good. It was, it was, it was really good. Um, and it was nice to see that we're not alone. I mean, we're an island. We are isolated. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do have the benefit of being in the same office building with each other. So we're not alone, mm-hmm. alone. Uh, but it was so nice and refreshing to be in the room of other um, sending churches and church planters yeah. and knowing that we're all in this together, right? And we even met some other uh, Canadian church planters from like Toronto and... Uh, Where? Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Yeah, no, I'm joking. Yeah. Tor- Toronto. Tor- Toronto. <laughs> but uh, no, it was great to meet these people and uh, yeah, just see that we're not doing this completely alone. We're not the only ones going through this. Mm. Uh, but in in that orientation, we went through uh, three breakout sessions, right? Uh, we had family, multiplication. And restoration. And restoration. Mm. And uh, I figured we'd take some of that back and we would just talk on a podcast episode on each one uh, in regards to church planting and what it means to, you know, to, yeah, what, what does family multiplication and restoration look like mm. and why are those key aspects for Send Network? Um, so today's episode is going to be how do you have a healthy family and emotional life in church planting? Mm. And that's a really good question. That's a multifaceted question. Well, because because we we can be so busy, right? Right, and we can get so caught up. I mean, in doing ministry and meeting people, and you know, uh, we had a uh, Send Network cohort meeting this morning on uh, on the online, and uh, you were going into how many strategies that we've been taught through this training. That's right. Right. Two, yeah, I want to say two. No, there's never enough strategy. <laughs> there's a lot of strategy. There's a lot of strategy. Was it you said like um, vision strategy, outreach strategy, missional strategy, and today preaching was, strategy, <laughs> discipleship strategy. Today was discipleship. Yeah. So that was yeah. There's a lot of strategies involved, and it can be it can be overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. Um, what we're getting ourselves into. Right. So how do we have a healthy family in that, and how do we have a mo- healthy emotional life? Those are two very key things. Like, how do we stay overall holistically healthy while we're starting a new church? And not only a new church, but a church in a hard place. Well, I think the, there's a couple of things that come to mind as, uh, as we 
as I listen to you ask that question. And I think first and foremost, before you can have a healthy family, you have to have a healthy relationship with God. If you don't, mm. if you're not spending time with, with God, if you're not spending time uh, with him in prayer and reading the word. If you don't have that, that vertical healthy relationship, mm-hmm. you're not going to have the healthy horizontal relationship. Um, and, and so there, there's something about being uh, consistent and intentional uh, in, in, you know, working out your faith with fear and trembling before the Lord, right? Wow. Yeah, I know. But, but, but seriously, that was, that's some really good stuff um, that we need to be you know, right with God. We need to be sure that we're doing mm-hmm. our devotions, and not just when we're preaching, not just when we're preparing a message or a Bible study. Right. We need to be in God's Word ourselves outside of that mm-hmm. to refresh ourselves and to, you know, we're, we're Christians first. You know, then we're husbands and we're fathers. Yeah. Then we're pastors. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. Um, and especially in, in so as I was sharing this morning, like uh, when I when I felt the call to go into church planning, when when my wife and I felt the call, we had this naivety. We had this uh, looked at church planning with rose colored glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it was, yeah, it was it was exciting to look at. It still is exciting in a lot of ways, but the further down this path that you go, there's a lot of spinning place I don't think people uh, get a glimpse into. And, you know, I, I've often heard people say, oh, pastors only work on Sundays. No, that's that's totally not true. Dude, I get that joke so many times. Right? Right. And it's just like, come on, man. We No, we, we work every day of the week. And mm-hmm. and, and so, you know, there, there are stresses that come with, with, you know, starting a church from scratch, uh, from doing ministry, from, you know, being in the lives of, of other people. Because uh, you know it's one thing to to work through y- your own anxieties and fears and problems, and then to open yourself up to come alongside other people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not taking the time to be with the one, to be with the wonderful counselor, to be with the Prince of Peace, to be with the God who you know spoke everything into existence by the power of his of his voice, then you're not going to have the healthy relationships, beat your family, your friends, your work. And so, yeah, that's first and foremost, you got to spend time with God, right? And especially when you're dealing with other people's crap. Yep. Right? Um, we have our own sin in our lives that we have to deal with. The sin, you know, we help, we were married to sinful people. Mm. We have sinful children. Mm. I think we all feel that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, as a pastor, you you then are bringing other sinful people into your life that right. you are caring for, you are shepherding, you are trying to mentor and disciple, and you're you're counseling and you're dealing with all their junk mm-hmm. and your family's junk, and it, it's so important to have that relationship with God and in yourself in, in a healthy spot. Yep. So with that said, and you know all this, all these like time crunches and mm. distress and Ministry all these demands. strategies strategies <laughs> what kind of things do you have in place to care for your family how do you care for your family in the midst of all that there's i think there's there's definitely a couple of things uh that we can talk about so there's you know the you know, my wife and I, we, we sat down last night, we were talking about, you know, the natural rhythms of doing life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and being in sync with one another and knowing the needs of each other and our children um, and, and just our family in general. And, and so, you know, I, I'm a big believer in communication, right? I, I don't personally, I don't like things to, to get bottled up. 
uh, I don't like when, you know, people bottle things up and then you explode. And so like, how, how do I ensure that we have a healthy, uh, a healthy family? Well, let's, let's just open up the, the streams of communication first and foremost. Um, and, and then, you know, another thing that comes to mind is leading them, mm. leading them and pointing them to Christ. Cause if, like, if I'm going to invest the time, uh, to make sure I'm right with God, so to speak, then I want to make sure that my family is also right with God. I want to lead them in prayer. Mm-hmm. I want to lead them in devotionals. I want to lead them in, in, you know, soaking in and just being enveloped by, by the word of God. Right. And, uh, and then there's, you know, as with anything, you know, if you're going to work, you got to have play, right? You're not like, we're not designed to work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. There's got to be leisure involved. Uh, and whether that's, you know, having a date night with your wife or, or, you know, if you have daughters having daddy daughter dates or, you know, taking your kids out somewhere, right. Cause you know, life is crazy. And if you're not putting like things like that in place to, to cause you to stop, to unwind, then, you know, you're, you're going to crash and burn. And, you know, sadly we see that a lot in ministry. Um, dare we not see it in family lives. Right. So. Yeah. Just one thing that we would hate to do is lose our family in the process of, you know, following God's call. I mean, if now it's different if you're, you know, overseas or something, or if your family gets sick or, you know, you lose them that way. Um, but you wouldn't want to ruin a marriage for the sake of planning a church. No, right? absolutely not. Um, one thing that I like to do, is, like you said, is be intentional with your time, right? I mean, obviously, yeah, I got to take care of my myself and my relationship with God, but uh, I want to be sure that my kids know that I love them. Right, always makes an effort to make sure that you know you know Daddy loves you. Mm. Um, now my son is a year and a half, so mm. he only gets so much. <laughs> yep. But I have I had a very actually intentional conversation with my daughter um, last night because we had our uh, our Christian Explored, which is uh, mm. is growing. We've had people come out from the community, and it's great. I'm loving it. But we had three kids um, together playing in a room while we were in another room. Um, studying God's word, and she was she was playing with those kids, help them stay entertained, and you could see she was a natural leader, right? Just tell them, okay, we need God to do this now, we got to do that. So we were kind of laughing about that. But I told her after I said, you know, I made sure she knew that you know Dad was proud of her. Mm. She did really well, really good job, and um, she kept them all out in the kitchen. She just did a really good job leading them and working with them, and. Uh, yeah, I, I took that time to pour into her, and I'm hoping to do some daddy dollar dates. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to have that time to invest in her, and to you know make the most of the time I have free, like with with my kids, with my wife, and just know that you know I'm here for you. Yep. Right. Like, you, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like if, if they ha- if you have a need, I'm gonna take the time to hear from you. Right. Like, you know, if if uh, I'm still doing this, and you know Ray is uh, say nine or eight or ten. And she needs to call about something, mm. well, you know. Hopefully, I, I'll still be in the mindset to be able to stop what I'm doing, take the call, and make sure my family's okay. That's right. That's right. You know, I, like we're, we're talking about all the positive things that that we so we talk about having a healthy family from a, a positive standpoint, like going on dates, setting aside, uh, setting time aside to to be with family members. But you know, let's let's call a spade a spade. You, when you take, uh, you know two, three, four, five sinners and you put them in a house, things mm-hmm. are going to explode, right? Like we, we are all going to struggle with sin. We are all going to fall and trip along the way. There's not one person on earth who's not going to 
feel the impacts of, of sin in their lives. Mm-hmm. And, and so when we talk about having a healthy family, you know, it's, it's great. You got to have the, the alone time. You got to have all like the fun, like all you have work and play, but another way to, to lead your family health, like in a healthy manner is to, you know, confess sin to one another, acknowledge that you've screwed up, yep. acknowledge that you're not perfect and actually come and seek out forgiveness. And, and so that, that's, that's another, another way as well that, you know, there is, you know, let's all, let's all play. Let's all, everyone's working for the weekend. Um, but you know, let's also work in the day to day and, and confess into one another, and bear my, each other's burden. I mean, I, I strive for this so much because my wife, she never saw her father cry. She never heard him really apologize a whole lot or anything like yep. that. Yep. And, um, she had this, not not a complex, but you know what I mean. She saw her father as this really great figure who could almost do everything, right? Like a Superman, like a superhero. yeah, yeah. And then when he did fail, mm. uh, it was a major, major blow. And I don't want that for my kids. Right. So I take that time and I go to my kids and say, "Yeah, you know, I really shouldn't have gotten wrong. I I shouldn't have gotten mad at that moment. Yep. Like I'm sorry. I I yelled. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I'll I'll explain. Like I'm I'm daddy's tired or I'm I'm frustrated. Yep. And I I shouldn't have done that. Right. And uh, it's it's a great moment to preach the gospel to your kids, mm-hmm. to even preach it to yourself, because yeah. there is something humbling about apologizing to right. your kid. That's right. Right. Yep. And it's like, yeah, no, I, I gotta own it in front of you. I I messed up. I, I, I mean, that happened to me last night, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> not to get into details, but yeah. you know, I I wasn't the most graceful uh, when dealing with my eldest daughter, and mm-hmm. I, I had to come back afterwards. Just be like, you know, baby, I'm I'm sorry. Mm. Can you forgive me? Can you? This is how daddy messed up, and she did, which is amazing. That's great. That's good stuff, man. All right, so let's move on. Um, So specifically, we're going to talk about how do you care for your spouse now, and then finally move on to how do we care for ourselves. I mean, we already talked a bit about that, your relationship with God, uh, but um, how do we care for our spouses? So here's some amazing scripture that we can all take a moment and marvel at. Husbands, love your wives. As Christ loved the church. As Christ loved the church, right? And how did Christ love the church? By serving sacrificially, by... Laying his life down for right, his right. bride. And so, like, it's a, it's an amazing thing to, to, to love your wife, right? Um, to come alongside her, to, to point her back to Christ, to show her that her identity is not in, you know, not in, in the fact that they felt like it was an absolute you know, train wreck because kids were screaming mm. and, you know, just whatever. No, she's a daughter of, of the risen King. Of the most high God. Of the most high God. Right. And, and so, and it's also, you know, this is, this isn't profound stuff, but sit down and talk with her, sit down and listen to her. Let your shoulder be one she can cry into. I mean, and don't be so quick to fix, feel like you need to fix oh, the problem. Preach. <laughs> right. Like, if she wants to talk to you or she needs a vent, just let her do it. And don't feel like, okay, how do I fix this? Dude. And if you're listening to this and you're <laughs> like, what? Like she just might need to vent to have shoulder. She doesn't necessarily always need someone to fix every problem. She right. just might need to get things off her chest and for you to actually care about the type of day she had. Right. Right. Show her that she's the the, the queen, uh, like, like, like treat her like she's the yes. queen. Right. So, <laughs> Honey, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Brownie points. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, even like, so like when we, uh, we were gone for like eight or nine days. Yep. Right. From our families. And it was difficult. I know from, from my family, cause I had never been away 
from home mm. with two small kids for that long before. Sometimes I can't get away from home with three small kids. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, well, I love you. <laughs> but we've never done that before. So it was a whole new yeah. thing for us. Uh, and, and it had its difficulties, mm. right? But before that, um, I made sure to take my wife out on a date, yep. right? Um, the, the night before, actually, we went out, we had a babysitter, and we just took the evening for ourselves, and I invested in her mm-hmm. so that she knew that, you know, the next eight days, that you know, ups and downs and everything, mm-hmm. that her husband cared for her. Mm-hmm. I, I made her a priority. Yeah. I, I think that, that's the thing. Make, make sure your wife knows that no matter how busy you get, mm. You know, you still care about her. You still love her. You still yep. cherish her. Yep. Because, like, you know, so I had a conversation with with my wife last night, and uh, you know, one of the thing I, things I think uh, as as husbands and as as fathers and uh, as men that we like we we see it, but we don't readily acknowledge it is just how much our wives do for the family. Oh man! Like you know, in in, in church planning, yeah, there's a lot of focus on 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 the man to to. Uh, start the church and to put the, it's it, anyway, that's a different discussion, but yeah. you know, we can't discount what God has called our wives to do uh, on a day-to-day basis. Like we get to leave the house. Mm-hmm. We get to go and, and start a church. We get to go out and meet people. But you know, for, for a lot of our wives, they're, they're at home. They're raising the kids. They're experiencing things that we don't get to. So, I mean, like we got to stop and acknowledge just the, the, the the high pressure job it is to, to raise kids and, and to, you know, have a home, mm-hmm. right? So absolutely. So wives, if you're listening, Sabrina, Ruth, and any other wife of any church planter, thank, thank you. you, thank, thank you. you so much for what you do. Uh, but let's move on. Um, not not that we can keep talking about our wives. I mm. mean, uh, but uh, we don't want people to think that we're just trying to suck up or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us are in a doghouse right now. We're not trying nope. to. <laughs> But the, so, how do we care for ourselves? Because so often we give, we give, we give, especially when we're counseling people, uh, when we're trying to get programs started or figure out how do you disciple people, what our strategies are, um, what our next event is, what your next Bible study is. How do you make sure that your tank isn't just running on empty, running on fumes? Chips. Mm, what kind? I like spicy Doritos. Really? Mm. I'm good for a nice dude. Some some salt and vinegar chips with a coco with a Coke, like Coca Cola. Yeah. Oh, so good. I say Coca Cola for my. Mm. <laughs> Do you ever have Newfie tacos? Newfie tacos. Like taking some bologna and putting some salt and vinegar chips in it, crush them up, and eat it as a taco. I've never had that. Oh, buddy. I mean, I've eaten raw bologna before, but stop. <laughs> we gotta stop because I'm getting <laughs> savagely hungry. <laughs> so that's how you care for yourself. You, you get some raw bologna and, <laughs> and chips. And <laughs> no, but really though, how do we make sure that we have enough to keep going on that we're just not running? Because there are times mm. when it feels like there's not much of a break. I, I think you know, first and foremost, you have to have an, an understanding of of your limits and your capacities, right? Uh, I I used to work in a uh, in a job you know, in the early 2000s at the beginning of my marriage that I'd be working 16, 17 hours a day, mm. every single day, a lot of high profile projects and stuff like that. And and I quickly came to the end of my rope on multiple situations. And, and so I, I actually, I, I realized that I can't do that. I just, I can't live that lifestyle. And so you've got to understand your limits. You've got to understand uh, that you're not God, right? I mean, I'll go right, right back to Genesis 
God created after six days and then he rested. Mm-hmm. And if God can rest, then we, as his creation, we need to rest. We need to rest. And so it's, it's understanding your limitations, your, your capabilities, your capacity. Um, and then it's, you, you know, what do you like to do? What do you like to do to unwind? Some people read, some people walk, some people play video games, some people eat chips. Right. Here we and, go again. And, and Rob Baloney. <laughs> but no, it, it's a good point because we need to take that time as much as it might suck sometimes to make to schedule it or you feel like, you know, I'm, maybe I'm, I feel bad for leaving my wife alone at, at night we're free or something, but you also got to be able to take care of yourself so you can take care of your family. Right. So you can lead your church. Like, you know, when you're on your airplane mm-hmm. and you, they show you the whole thing that we all know, but when those masks drop on, mm-hmm. there's a reason why they say to put yours on first. Yeah, that's and if the cabin depressurizes, right. like, and you put on your kids, you could pass out. No one else is going to put yours on. Right. right. So put yours on, then take care of those weaker than you, those, those, those who can't help themselves. Dude, right? that's a sermon analogy. Absolutely. You better keep that one. <laughs> well, it's, it's out there for everyone else to right. take now. <laughs> I take it back. No. Right. Um, but um, for me, it's, uh, you know, sometimes it's playing video games, but a lot of times it's physical labor, mm. right? Whether it be out hiking or even going for a walk or something that really helps, surprisingly, is split, splitting wood. I yeah, can't I can do it much that. around town, but if I can go around the cabin... Right get an axe, get some junks of wood, split them. Yep. Dude, I feel so refreshed after that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Let's go, let's go to the woods now, right? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you be you, I'll be me. <laughs> you be you, yeah. Be true to yourself. That should be another podcast episode. That's right, yeah. Um, but yeah, you need to make sure that you have a really, you know, healthy devotional life mm-hmm. a, a good key. solid prayer life and I, i'm weak in that doesn't mean you have to be perfect but you need to be going to god in prayer yeah you need to be going to his word and allowing the holy spirit to speak to you through his word outside of your your own prep time and you need to be able to take time and rest whether it be a day where you can you, know, you can go with your family but you're also doing something that recharges you or you need to go out by yourself yep Right, have that time to yourself where you can recharge, refocus, mm. and then get back in the game again. And you know, for some people, that that's like that's you need a lot of time to to unwind. Some people, you need a relatively short amount of time. Mm-hmm. For me, like literally, I can go from the office to the home, and that's all I need. I don't have to do anything crazy to to switch my mind off. But again, it comes back to knowing who are you, what do you need, mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah, running with it. So, um, for instance, uh, you would know this. Like when we were down for a sin network orientation, I felt very uncomfortable in the mm. area that has put us up. And it was a very nice hotel, mm. and it just made me uncomfortable because I'm not used to being around some, yeah, you know, wealthy people. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm, <laughs> I live downtown, so I see a lot of poverty. I see a lot of people who, you know, they they have some really nice vehicles, but I see others that are very, you know. Yeah. run down houses and stuff and yep. that's what makes me feel comfortable right so there were times i went out for a walk mm-hmm. right i left you in the hotel room and yep. i mean that was fine I mean, it was not like we're together or anything but we had the same hotel room we were hanging out we only knew each other mm-hmm. but i just went for that walk because that's what i needed to just unwind decompress, and get right? yeah decompress mm-hmm. and just get everything out and i would come back so refreshed and it just took a walk that's it that's it right mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of this just means to be intentional, to be 
<laughs> scriptural and mm. you know caring for your wife and god takes time to rest and we just need to be intentional for how we rest not to be lazy but to know when we need to refill that tank so that we're just not running on fumes yep. and we, we don't have we're not so desperate we have to go for the robaloni but you can you can and it's not desperation <laughs> it's delicious <laughs> It is though. <laughs> it is. Anyone who's not from, I don't think Newfoundland right now is thinking like, "What does raw bologna taste like?" It, you can't. Yeah, it's amazing. Beautiful. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think that was a great episode. But these are just some practical ways that we can talk about what it means to have a healthy family and emotional life in church planting. Like mm. there are stresses, and if you're going to be involved in church planting, you need to be prepared for what's coming ahead, which is the important of ass- the assessment that we did with the Send Network. Mm-hmm. Um, looks for weaknesses and how strong your he- your marriage is and how healthy it is, because there's a lot of pressure coming your way, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I'm only just getting started. There's been some pressure. You've had some pressure, and there's even things you know that causes stress on your family. And these are ways that you need to have things you need to have in place so that you can have a healthy family and emotional life. And with that said, I hope you catch us again next week and that you enjoy this episode and look forward to restoration and also multiplication. Mm. Take care. You have been listening to Rugged Theology. Rugged Theology is a podcast of Mile One Mission. If you'd like to know more about Mile One Mission and our work in Newfoundland, please visit us at www.mileonemission.ca.